The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. I vomited last night. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. I literally vomited. I threw up. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary with you. Thanks again to former Wisconsin volleyball player Danielle Hart for joining us in the last segment. If you missed any of that, it'll be up on the podcast page here momentarily, theticketfm.com, for all of the podcasts. Excuse me, I I had to shout out the uh, Delco Daves again. Yep. We, had, we had the Philly cheesesteaks yesterday, you know? So good. Well, he brought birch beer again. Root beer, right? He did. And, and you love it. I, as a root beer connoisseur, I... Connoisseur? I love this birch beer. And so, I have to be careful not to have all of it in one drink. And so, I have to leave it in the... out. I have to leave it outside the studio, obviously, because I don't want to accidentally spill, spill it on equipment, number you'll, one. You'll down it. Number two, I don't want it to be gone in like 10 seconds. And so, the birch beer is just sitting out there tormenting me during the segments, and uh, it is delicious. Head over to Delco Dave's, grab yourself some Phillies and, and birch beer as well. It's delicious. So, so good. So, so good. Um, okay. So, we, during the break, <laughs> I found this, this Nick, tweet. Nick found a thing, and we're invested. It's, incre- it's incredible. So, Bill Connolly of ESPN, and we'll get to Northwestern Nebraska here in a second. Bill Connolly of ESPN tweeted out, Week 8 college football rankings, FBS schools through Division 3 schools. FBS, FCS, D2, D3. Four divisions yes. of football. yes. The worst team in the entire country out of all schools. All of them. At every level is Fitchburg State. They come in at 665th in the in the polls. The number one team in this poll is Michigan. You know it would be super weird if like top 10 had like a D2 school or yeah. something. So here's the deal though. There isn't, by the way. In the On the tweet as well, Bill Connolly... They projected the spread for number one Michigan going up against number 665 Fitchburg State. And obviously, for safety reasons, this game would never be played. The spread would be Michigan by 156. 
I'd take Fitchburg to cover. I don't know, man. I'd I, take Fitchburg to cover. Would you take Fitchburg to cover 100, 156 against I I Michigan? I think I would. Again, John, John, this is not takes. financial advice. This is not. No, no. And this game will not be played. Um, but in a I football mean, I game. I don't want it to. In a football game, Fitchburg, 156-point dogs to Michigan. Good golly, Miss Molly. Mitch, uh, Fitchburg, by the way, in uh, Massachusetts. There you go. But in case looking, you were wondering. Looking at some other schools uh, more seriously, South Dakota State comes in at the as the number 29 team in all of college football. Mm-hmm. Number 29, and that's in the middle of FBS schools. Yeah. That's ahead of programs like UCF, like Nebraska, like Iowa. Um, South Carolina, Kansas, Oklahoma State. I would take South Dakota State to beat all of those schools you just mentioned. Nebraska? Yeah, I would take South Dakota State to beat Nebraska. Wow, that's disappointing. Um, They're good. The second highest double A, so Division I double A school, Mm -hmm. is Montana State at 66th. Okay. North Dakota State comes in at 72nd. Normally, they'd be all the way up there. They would be. Holy Cross is 84th, ah, yes. and that is, um, how about this, the 100th best team in the country, mm-hmm. Indiana. Wow. Northwestern, 99. Mm-hmm. Nebraska sits at 54th. That seems high. Yeah, maybe. Like, that seems I, high. I, I feel like we they're a 500 ball club. That seems high. Jacksonville State, who There's, plays part tonight. Of this, what were they at? Who, who? Nebraska? 54th. Hey, they're almost in the second version of the top 25. That's right. That's right. Um, under Unnamed Texture says, I'm assuming the over-under is 156 as well. <laughs> More 100, than likely. 157 to 0, Michigan beats. How many touchdowns? Over-unders, over-unders 158 and a half. <laughs> that would be scoring 22 touchdowns. Michigan needs they're to. Let, they're letting up at some point. Michigan needs to. Well, well, here's the deal. I mean, let's think about it this way. Against Nebraska. Where they had, oh, I don't know, their starters out by the third quarter. Yeah. They would probably not play their starters at the start of the second. Their starters would play the first five drives and then be done. Because they would probably score on all five drives. Um, I have gotten a text from one of my buddies asking where Nebraska Westland is. Um, I don't think they have the NAIA. No, just do D3. Just through D3. Just through D3. Yeah. Nebraska Kearney's in there. Oh, no, excuse me, because Westland's now D D3. Are they? So I, I forgot about that. Oh. Nebraska Westland football yeah. comes in at 569th. Hey. 569th best team in the entire country. UNK sits at, where was it? It was like three, three something. something. 359, I thought. Nope, maybe not. Nope. Uh, Nebraska Kearney comes in at 383rd. Last year's UNK squad would have been in the top 200. Probably, yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. So it's all uh, it, it's fun. Shout um, out to uh, what is it? D D three North Central, North Central in Iowa. Yeah, that's right. No, Illinois, Illinois. Thank Illinois. you. So so I decided to uh, look up who their head coach was. North Central is the highest rated D three school. Yes, at two hundred and twenty second. That's in the country. pretty high for a D three school. school. Absolutely, it is. Um. So. Brad Spencer. I'm just going to give him a quick shout out. For <laughs> shout North out to Central Brad Spencer. Because he played in North Central. He graduated in 04. Okay. Immediately went into coaching at North Central. He was the wide receiver coach from 04 to 2019. The then alma he was mater. The, the OC from 2015 to 2021, right? Mm-hmm. They won the national championship in 20, 2022. 
Yeah, 2022 when they posted their first undefeated season. Mm-hmm. He was the head coach in 2022. There he is. They are currently undefeated and have scored under 50 points once, which was their first game where they won 41 to seven. That's incredible. I think Brad um, Spencer is going to win back to back national titles and be undefeated back to back years. We, we've gotten a lot in of, his first two years as a head coach. We've we've gotten a lot at uh, on the text line 402-464-5685. Um, but once again, so just a, a really funny thing, a little there just to, to mention. All right, let's talk Nebraska football against Northwestern, right? Seven yeah. or two thirty kickoff this Saturday. Um, it was announced David Braun spoke earlier today mm-hmm. that Northwestern may be without their their quarterback and Ben Bryant. And so that would then mean that their backup obviously has to uh start for uh, for Northwestern, who ended up starting for Howard or against Howard last weekend. They started for Howard. That's but impressive. did not and this is according to the Northwestern folks did not inspire a lot of confidence in his ability to play quarterback at Northwestern. And so unfortunately, if you're a Wildcats fan, it appears as if Ben Bryant may not go on Saturday. So I ask you and and ask 402-464-5685, does that move the needle for you? I mean, because we, we had that, we had the conversation this morning of our, how comfortable do you feel going into this? Okay. And um, and for oddly enough, I feel pretty confident in Nebraska's ability to win on Saturday. Well, even before this was announced, I felt confident in Nebraska. I wouldn't say comfortable, but I felt confident in Nebraska going into this game and being able to, you know, walk away with a win. I don't know about mm-hmm. run away with a win, but walk away with a win. Um, but now with the backup and hearing from the Northwestern folks, and I saw somebody posted that there is actually a large gap between Ben Bryant and their backup. Yeah. Um, Again, I'm not going to say comfortable because weird things happen to Nebraska against Northwestern. So, but I'm feeling a lot more confident if this ends up being true and Ben Bryant can't go Northwestern has to start their, their backup that Nebraska, especially with the defense that they've been playing against a Northwestern squad, that's better than we thought they were going to be having won three games already, Mm -hmm. but still not, great um i am pretty confident in nebraska being able to take this one and you know maybe being able to take it comfortably so here's here's brennan solve and a season statistics uh he's completed 67 percent of his passes this is basically through one game i suppose and i guess initially as i was reading the articles uh out from from evanston it was one of those things where they felt like Ben Bryant it was going to take just one one week that he just needed one game off mm-hmm. and he was going to be ready to go. Uh, that's now that tune has changed with David Braun, the interim head coach for for the Northwestern Wildcats, and so um, they said they're they're going to obviously monitor as it progresses on and and they'll hope that Ben Bryant can go. But right now, Brennan Sullivan looks to be the guy that that they're possibly going to lean on to. He's a six foot three. 225-pound quarterback, junior, uh, this season, 192 passing yards, three touchdowns, and one INT for Brendan Sullivan. Uh, coming out of, of high school, he was rated the 55th best quarterback in the 2021 class, and so he's been at Northwestern for a few years now, uh, rated a three-star out of Davison, Michigan. And so, once again, like Brendan Sullivan, I, I'm not sure... Northwestern is, although they beat Minnesota, not a good football team. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. They're not. And so Bill, Bill Bush said it earlier this week, like, if Northwestern does the things that they've been doing all year long, they allow the opponent to run the ball pretty effectively. Once again, we find ourselves sitting here going, Nebraska, this matches up really well for you on offense. Mm-hmm. Whether that's more than likely Heinrich Harburg running the ball, but even if we do get a glimpse of Anthony Grant or whether we get a glimpse of Josh Fleeks or Emmett Johnson or Quentin Ives or whoever they put back there, Whoever it may be, this now falls on Nebraska to do their job. Mm-hmm. And I was listening earlier, I think earlier, I think it was yesterday, that uh, DP and Jay were talking about Howard going against Northwestern, and DP was saying that Howard's quarterback, if he wanted to, mm-hmm. had plenty of room to take off at any point during that game and gain a ton of yards. So if, if Nebraska is looking at that game tape, I mean, Northwestern's looking at that as well and seeing what Nebraska does well and is going to try to correct those things. But if there's even a sliver of room, I mean, you're going to see Heinrich Harburg take off and, and gain some yards. I mean, the running game for Nebraska, this, like you just said, is a perfect matchup. Um, Northwestern's offense is better than Iowa's, but still not great. Mm-hmm. So Nebraska's defense should be able to Again, take care of business. You've got your leader in the middle back and Luke Reimer coming back from, was it MRSA? Yeah, in his he, had, arm? he had MRSA in his arm, which is really That odd. is terrifying. Yeah. That is terrifying. Um, so with him coming back, you're still out Deshaun Singleton, but especially having that leader in the middle, um, this defense should continue to roll right along. So, yeah. I, I mean, again, not comfortable, but confident in Nebraska. Yeah, and we, we, we've heard from Matt Rule earlier this week. We heard from, from Tony White, Marcus Satterfield earlier today as well. They're, they're happy. Uh, Marcus Satterfield, just a quick highlight from his, his conversation. They're, they're pleased with how Jeff Sims is responding to this whole thing. Like, that's, that's an angle to this entire situation that um, can definitely be discussed as where Jeff Sims, listen, he gets brought in. He was no doubt the starter going into the year, Mm -hmm. right? There was not even a question of whether or not Jeff Sims was going to be the guy under center for Nebraska against Minnesota. Uh, You can say that there maybe was a quarterback uh, competition in the offseason in fall camp. 
there really didn't feel like it. We were, we were uh, wondering the, the who's going to be number two. Well, yeah, the, the way that – because there was more of a competition between Chubba Purdy and Heinrich Harburg yep. for that number two spot. And the way that you heard Matt Rule and this offensive staff specifically talk about Jeff Sims, you knew that, all right, back when they brought him in last December, they brought him in to be the starting quarterback, This right? was their dude, hands and, down. And so – Undergoing everything that Jeff Sims has gone through, now unfortunately getting hurt against Colorado, then being unable to play for the next couple of weeks, and ultimately being put at number two on the depth chart, and Heinrich Harburg officially announced as a starter earlier this week, there, there's a lot of things that Jeff Sims could do. And thankfully, and, and rightfully so, um, when you talk about what's good for the program and good for the team, Jeff Sims has been able to stay in that leader role, leadership role, and and been able to, as Marcus Satterfield said today, coach guys on uh, in that quarterback room when it's not his turn to get reps. Mm-hmm. And so, once again, you kind of can point that out uh, as, as a positive in that quarterback room. And, and, and frankly, like I would be interested to see where Husker fans lay on the idea of how confident do you feel in Nebraska's backup quarterback room now? Like where are you at? Like you, you have the guy who started the season as a starter now as number two backup. And I remember I said this at the beginning of the year, man. Nebraska fans are just hoping and praying Jeff Sims doesn't get hurt. And now it looks weird because we're sitting here going, oh no, Heiner Carberg, please don't get hurt mm-hmm. because number one, that'd be another piece of the offense that's down and, and down and out. But also, where where we lay? Where do we where do we lie on on Jeff Sims here? And I'm not sure if there's a real. It's just a kind of a a crazy situation. Yeah. That we've encountered that now is as a Husker fans. Strange situation where you went from not wanting your. Obviously, you never want anybody to get hurt, but worrying about your backup quarterback situation because you weren't sure what you had as a backup to now. I wouldn't say worrying, but uh, a little concerned with your backup quarterback situation because your former starter is your backup and has had turnover issues. It's a very mm-hmm. strange situation that I don't know if I've ever heard of where you you go from starter to backup and the fan base at least some some parts of the fan base are hesitant to put the day one starter back in because yeah. the backup has played so well or at least yeah. well enough up to this point well enough to get the starting job well right? enough to keep it and to get wins and you think about the evolution of like Heinrich Harburg and how people viewed him uh, in, in recent years and months, and then even just this season, it was, why were we saying, oh, no, Jeff Sims, please don't get hurt? Mm-hmm. Why? Because there wasn't a whole lot of faith in the backup room, right? And then um, you, you get to the, the Northern Illinois games, and it's, okay, Jeff, or excuse me, Heinrich Harburg, he can force them to have a conversation. And then it's, okay, Heinrich Harburg, next game, when you keep on stacking games, you can force them to have a competition, or, or once again, just further conversations. It went from And ultimately needed, enough, he's done enough to where they feel like he's QB1. It went from where you needed Heinrich Harburg to just be serviceable, serviceable enough to get you a win against, was it Northern Illinois first? Yeah, yeah against Northern Illinois. It was Northern Illinois and Louisiana to then, Tech. To then, you know, if you continue the play, you'll win against yeah. Louisiana Tech. To then, okay, you face two group of five teams. Let's see if you can do it against a power five team um, or, you know, whenever... Uh, or no, because then it was Michigan. So then it was just like, okay, we'll just keep him mm-hmm. going until Sims is ready to come back against Illinois. And then it was, okay, let's let's continue and see what he has to do. If he struggles, you can throw Sims back. And it, it's yeah. just continued to be like, okay, well, 
just keep going. And if something happens, we have the starter on, on, you know, retainer. We have the starter on backup. And Sims has just been lockstep with the coaches in helping Heinrich and helping the other quarterbacks and just being a, a, a ray of sunshine, honestly, on the on the sideline. He's the first person to greet Harburg after he scores his touchdowns. Ray He's super excited for him. He is. He's always smiling. A He's ray super of excited. <laughs> what? He is. Just not not the not the analogy I was going to he's I, ray, I would have I would have expected a, you to use. He is a ray of sunshine in that quarterback room Just because even it. after losing his starting job, okay. he's not moping and pouting yeah, and, and saying, and, and "Woe yes, is me! Yes, you're right. I should get this job. I should be the starter. I was the guy. You know, I need this job back. Blah blah blah. All this stuff." He's on the sideline. He's congratulating. He's welcoming. He's helping well, him. He's, you know, they're going through whatever the tablets, they're on the headsets, on the phones, whatever, talking to each other, letting him know, you know, what did you see here? I saw this. You know, they're going back and forth with each other, and he's trying to help Heinrich to keep the starting job. I would say this also, just last thing before we go to break, like, if he does have that feeling of I should be the starter, go win it. Go win the job. Like, just... That that is one thing that neither one of these guys, whether it was whether Jeff Sims ever would have gotten hurt or if they would not have, go win it. Heinrich Carberg, same thing. If Jeff Sims wouldn't have gotten hurt, go go take the job from Jeff, mm-hmm. and and now vice versa because Nebraska doesn't have a, a quarterback that's been far and away that much better this season and that much more. Um, I don't know if impactful. Probably it probably just like. Overall, mind blo- mind blowing stats and performances to where it's we sit here ahead of week seven going or week eight going. There's no way that the quarterback two can ever take the job from QB one again. Like the fact that if Heinrich throws two picks, fumbles the ball, people are going to be calling for Sims to get back in the game. Mm-hmm. More than likely, I don't know. I I could be wrong, but. That's that's how you know. Like, there's still like a slight smidge of a quarterback competition controversy because it's not somebody where it's like, yeah, this guy's the clear cut starter. Yeah, and even if he struggles, he'll be in the next game. He'll do this. It's right now. It's he's done enough. Yeah, he's been he's been really good so far. He's three and one, three and one, three, three and one, one is a starter. Um, Sims was zero two for Nebraska, but if he struggles, and it's for both of them, if whoever starts struggles. The other one's going to get in. Well, and, and Pooh Bear says this on the text line. I think Sims is still the superior quarterback. And that's where, once again, I, I struggle with this just inner curiosity going, man, I would have liked to see more of Jeff Sims. I, I don't, I don't like two games in a Nebraska uniform is such a small sample size. It's not enough. Through everything we were told and everything that we had heard through the offseason, right? And, and think about the, the those words I just said, you know, told mm-hmm. and heard in the off season. Um, two games is a real small sample size, unfortunately. Uh, and and so just to cast Jeff Sims off, I, I think is unfair. But at the end of the day, Heinrich Harburg has won three of his four games. And the fourth one, yes, you can chalk it up, I think, partially to just Michigan being a number two team in the country. I think there were a lot of issues that game that went even farther and deeper than just Heinrich Harburg. I, I think Nebraska had a program issue that day. Yeah, that to didn't. where no team and Jay, Jay said this on the post game. No team in all of college football should be forty five points better than you, and Nebraska allowed them to be because ba- mm-hmm. basically without the Josh Fleeks one carry seventy four yard touchdown run, 
Michigan wins that game 45-0, and you get shut out for the first time in, in quite a while uh, at Nebraska. So let's, let's go ahead and take our, our, our final timeout. When we come back, we'll bring in Strick and Austin for the crossover coming up next on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.